0: We are playing a little fully music uh, today because it is April Fool's Day. Why not? <laughs> Besides, I can do whatever I want on this. These three hours, I can play and say and do whatever I want. And of course, I make the the disclaimer that uh, I'm not here to diagnose, treat or cure. Purposes: education, entertainment and some information as well. We're talking about uh, cholesterol right now and the purpose of the show was... Have we been fooled? Do you feel that we have been fooled by the Western medical machine, by the FDA, the CDC, the pharmaceutical companies, and therefore, what is really happening to us as far as health is concerned? Here, we're talking about health in general, Uh, people are screaming for a practical healthcare bill. And we just don't uh, don't get it. So there is a there is an issue that comes up with um, what is healthcare really mean? What is it about health care versus sick care? And do we really trust the people in charge to worry about us about who we are? And uh, perhaps the biggest it says over here, perhaps the biggest health myth today is the public's misconception that mainstream medicine and the healthcare system helps sick people. Nothing could be further from the truth. Why do people follow medical authorities who prescribe toxic vaccinations, medications and treatments which only serve as a detriment to human health? For example, the cholesterol medication we're just talking about, in a way, it has no main purpose in the body, because they have made cholesterol the scapegoat for heart disease, and that is not true, that is only an extreme small percentage of people who have a potential build-up issue of cholesterol when their particle size on the LDL, the LDL B, A, B, C, D, E, B, is those if those are elevated. So if you have a cholesterol an LDL cholesterol of 130, but the particle size is LDLA, which is the the, the, the the larger particles, the puffs, the the cream puffs, so to say, that won't stick to anything because they're too big to stick, they just keep rolling along, you are better off healthwise than when you have an LDLB, particle size, that is the small particles that are in that are at 95. So the doctor will look at your lab, will look at you and say LDL is only 95, so you are safe. But that person has a much higher risk of developing aches and pains and and possibly heart problems than the people who have large particles. So at, at 130 that's a lot less dangerous. And and keep in mind that LDL is out there trying to help you heal from an injury, an infection, or inflammation. There is a caller on hold. Good morning, caller. Thank you for waiting. What is your name, Mark? Can we help you, please?
1: Yeah, hello. This is Dave in Butte.
0: Hey, Dave in Butte. Thanks for calling.
1: Yeah, you're giving us so much information here today. I've been taking notes, but on this last thing, and I know you've repeated it, uh, the LDL A and the LDL B is somehow I can look that up uh, yeah. and uh, and agree with you. Uh, what what would I what would I Google? You, you couldn't can I, can I Google LDL Part A or
0: no? You do a uh, you you Google particle size cholesterol test.
1: Okay, great. Okay, I'm writing fast here. Particle size, cholesterol test. Okay, then I got other questions. Yeah, because
0: then there there seem to be five HDL particles and five LDL particles. And once you understand the sizes and the danger that they can uh, bring to you, then when you go to the doctor and have a test done, my understanding is that LDL of the, uh, the cholesterol particle test is less than a hundred bucks. Now when you do a regular cholesterol test, you the fat test, the fasting cholesterol test, you may spend maybe twenty bucks. But a hundred dollars to actually know what your particle size is at so that you know for the future if you have to worry about your cholesterol or not and what you need to do about it, to me that would be a valuable investment to spend that extra 80 bucks.
1: Uh, Yes, it would. I might say, you know, I lost the use of an arm, so uh, I'm really concerned about having a stroke and losing my good arm. Yes. uh, Four years ago, I turned into a health nut. Okay, uh, you know, and by the way, I think I'd have to have permission from my doctor to get the blood work done, I guess. I'd have to convince him, if you follow me.
0: Yeah, I don't think you uh, you need to get permission. You just have to be the one who is instigating the conversation.
1: Oh. Well, okay, uh, yeah, I'm stretching it here, but it, when I I just can't go have blood work done. I have to have the doctor uh, authorize it with uh, blood testers, but that's probably another question. Uh, okay, so moving <laughs> along here. Yes, Dave. You know, I thought I, I thought um, you know I thought um, I heard you say that woman with the broken neck had 125 cholesterol, 135. She, that was really good, really healthy. The HDL, gonna,
0: HDL, the HDL. Her good, cho- oh, her I, good I, I, cholesterol was 125.
1: Uh, well, I'm just talking about cholesterol, not HDL or LDL. Yes. The cholesterol total. Yes. And mine is 135. Total. That's that's good.
0: Are you talking about your grand total cholesterol is 135?
1: Well, I'm looking at my blood sheet right here. Uh, what, is, uh, what
0: does your HDL say?
1: 57.
0: You're almost safe. I say... If you can get above 60, you are uh you on the safe zone. If you get over 84 on the HDL, that will be excellent.
1: And I got a note here from my regular doctor. He said the only way you can get your HDL up is with red wine and exercise. You ever heard of that?
0: Well, what happens is when you uh the red wine mm, that is well, that is okay. I wouldn't say that the red wine will get your HDL up, because when you uh, drink a lot of red wine, I don't think you have any energy to exercise.
1: Well, that's, I'm just uh, kidding,
0: Dave. I'm just kidding.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, well, what if you have like a, what would be a what would be a safe like uh, a, a glass that every other day? No, maybe, enjoy any?
0: enjoy yourself. If you have a good wine, you can easily have a glass or two every day. Uh, but do and that, it. And you that it raise the HDL. No, it, I wouldn't go that far. I think the exercising okay, well, will raise it. that's what I'm it. trying to get at. Sure, use
1: your expertise here, Claudio.
0: Coles- yeah, uh, I would Nicole. say I would say that the exercising will increase testosterone. So if you do uh, if you do resistance exercise, not just sitting on the bicycle or walking on the treadmill, if you can do something that has weight resistance. You are engaging the muscles. When you engage the muscles, you are increasing your testosterone. When your testosterone increases, you are increasing your HDL.
1: Okay, I go to the gym every other day. Good. Uh, so that so then uh, my uh, LDL, you know, is seventy one, but I'm trying to get to that total cholesterol. It says one thirty five. Is yes. that too low?
0: I for me it is too low. Yes. What I,
1: what do you what should it be? I
0: think you can be over two hundred.
1: No kidding.
0: Yeah, but the, okay. They, I go the, sh-
1: overboard, as I said, because I lost an arm. I go overboard, and uh, I'm not always know what I'm doing. So uh, I could I could get that up there.
0: Well, you say you told me if about four years ago you became a health nut. Uh, what does that yeah. mean? What What does a health nut mean to you? Are, are you changing your well, diet? Um,
1: I, I eat a lot of greens. I even eat greens for breakfast. I go exercise. I, I get good sleep. I, I eliminate stress. I have a social support network. Uh, I cut. I never buy red meat from a grocery store. I only eat uh, wild game. Um, I, uh, I eat kale a lot. Um, I eat uh, bok choy. Um, I've. I got a neighbor who's a seven day Adventist. You know, and a retired doctor, and you know, seven day Adventist worship. Health only second to God. Yeah. And by the way, that leads into a next question. If we're not through with that one, we can get into it. But he ferments his food. Mm-hmm. He makes fermented food. And that doctor show that was on before you—that was an excellent program this morning. Yes, it is. And that Seven Day Adventist neighbor—he's trying to get me to do that. And uh, so that's what I meant by health nut.
0: Yeah, I agree. The fermentation is really good because it gives you, uh, it helps the acidity in the stomach, and it also helps the uh, the bacteria in the gut, in the intestines. Yeah, and so all that's the they
1: are in the gut almost, don't they, from the immune system? Yes,
0: but I think that if you want to bring your HDL up a little bit, uh, one way to do that as well is with the B3 niacin uh, vitamin. So vitamin B3, which is also called niacin. And then I would, uh, the only thing that niacin has, it gives people a little bit of a flush in the face that may last a few minutes for some that is comfortable. Okay, other people don't like it. But niacin has been shown to increase HDL. Fish oil, like the good omega-3 fish oil with a high EPA. The EPA has to be higher. You look at the label and you find out how much is in a teaspoon or how much is in a capsule? The, the goal is that you go to at least 1,500 milligrams of HDL per day to bring up heart health and to bring up your HDL and to help the LDL to be more balanced. Uh, so okay, now, excuse me. Uh, yes.
1: Uh, was there a number you were going to give me uh, on that fish oil label? A number that is put EPA. Is there, is there a number you can give me?
0: Yeah. So when you turn the label over, when you look at uh, the the little um, the the nutrition label it says supplement facts, right under the word supplement facts, if you grab any vitamin bottle in your house, turn it over, it will say supplement facts, and under the supplement facts, it will say serving size. It could say a teaspoon. It could say a tablespoon. It may say one capsule, two capsules, three capsules, whatever it says. It simply means that the rest of that label, the milligrams on the rest of that label are based on that serving size. So if three capsules is the serving size and it gives you an HDL of 450, excuse me, an EPA of 450, that means if you just take one capsule a day, you only get 150. Does that make sense?
1: Uh, Yeah. Uh, So, If the serving size...
0: If the serving size three, three capsules. Three,
1: three Are you saying I should take three pills then?
0: You have to look at your label, and you have oh, to well, find if out. If this
1: 450, I should take four, three pills then if they're 150 each?
0: Exactly. Then you have to take 10 a day.
1: Is that okay?
0: You That would give you 1,500 milligrams of EPA. And that's what we're supposed to shoot for? That's what you're supposed to shoot for to, as a therapeutic dose on just the EPA. So if you do uh if you do a liquid, you probably get there by one or two teaspoons of liquid will also get you about fifteen hundred a day. And,
1: and uh what you're saying there, uh Duchovus, could I Google that?
0: Yes. You can.
1: And uh w- what would I say? How to uh determine how many vitamins to take?
0: No, or? how much EPA? EPA fish okay. oil. Fish oil, okay, EPA. Okay, how and, much? Okay, okay. And no, one, one, thing, uh, one thing that you can go you you can go to the company website from Nordic Naturals. Nordic Naturals has a lot of third-party research on their website, Nordic Naturals Fish Oil. And okay. they have third-party research about where they talk about EPA and DHA and how important it is.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, you probably have someone waiting. Do you have someone waiting?
0: No, just myself. A lot of lot okay. of lot of stuff on my agenda. Well, that, doc-
1: that excuse me, that, uh, that doctor this morning talked about those life stretching enzymes, and he, he mentioned what enzymes were. How you got to have the enzymes to make things happen in your body, you know. Uh, yes. And if you don't have enough of them, that's how you get arthritis and lung disease and heart disease. And uh, sure, uh, you want to comment on a product that's advertised on your radio station? Do would you believe in that life stretching enzyme?
0: I don't know them. I do not, never heard of him before. Uh, only on that. Oh radio well, that show. guy,
1: you know, that Forbidden Doctor. This morning he was no, on before you.
0: Yes, I know. You, you're
1: familiar with the Forbidden Doctor.
0: Yes, I, I've heard him on that program. I usually listen to him when I drive to the studio, but once I'm in the studio, I'm focusing on uh, on getting my show ready. So I may. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, well, I can look that up, and then I don't know if this is too big a subject that we touched on before. Uh, uh, jacovis but uh it can you say something like uh how to do fermented food or should I just look that up
0: yeah there's different ways to do fermented food uh you gotta okay. you gotta slide you can look at you look at, look at something like kimchi k i m c h i uh kimchi is a South Korean way of um, of fermenting food, but to make sauerkraut and fermentation. Uh, There are different methods out there. You can look that up. But I I think, Dave, that it is important to keep in mind that when you're talking about enzymes, there are enzymes in that we have systemic enzymes and we have digestive enzymes. And I think what this doctor is talking about is uh, digestive enzymes. But one thing that we always have to keep in mind is that We need to have adequate enzymes and acid in the stomach so that we can start the liquefying of all the food that we are putting in the mouth. We need to liquefy the food. So we don't want to drink while we eat. We don't want to drink anything unless you sip a glass of wine. We don't want to drink anything 30 to 40 minutes before we eat because the stomach acid is building up to become really acidic. And then uh, you don't want to drink larger amounts 30 to 40 minutes after you're done eating because the stomach is full. The acid is breaking down and liquefying the food. So if you want to sip on a little bit of water, that's fine. Or tea or juice, whatever. Or you have like a cocktail or you have a glass of wine. Those are very small amounts. But if you drink a glass of water, 12 ounces, 8 ounces, 10 ounces, you are damaging the workings of the stomach and you can get all kinds of issues. So I think that the fermentation naturally already happens in the, the digestion happens in the stomach if we allow the stomach enzymes to be acidic. And so that is, that means don't drink for about two hours while before, so before and after is a whole time period of about two hours. Now, okay, yes, go ahead. I
1: heard you say that. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, and so then the next part is that you your food will leave the stomach and hit the duodenum, which is connected with the small intestines. In the duodenum, you get the pancreatic enzymes. So the pancreatic enzymes have one protease that converts liquid proteins into amino acids. It has amylase, which converts liquid carbohydrates into simple sugars and it has the lipase enzyme which converts the fats into the epa dha gla and all the usable fats that we have it also will use bile from the gallbladder for that so now it moves into the small intestine and the whole environment changes from an acid and, and acid and enzyme rich environment into an alkaline environment where of bacteria and some yeast in the small intestine where absorption happens so my feeling is that one reason come back to the uh, cholesterol for you one of the reasons in my opinion that your cholesterol is as nice as it looks is because you have gone to a lot of wholesome carbohydrates you don't eat much bread and junk and pasta you stay with vegetables and root vegetables and maybe a little bit of grain and you have your lean meats and stuff so naturally your naturally your your cholesterol tends to run a little bit lower because you don't really put any toxins in your system so i wouldn't worry about the cholesterol usually based on this information you can go higher on your cholesterol, but if you are stuck at 75 on your LDL or 73 and your HDL is where it is at 58, I would still say bring that HDL up. It's You're not in a danger zone. That is 35 to 45. So in my opinion, you're fine, but if you can bring it up with some exercise, maybe with some niacin, maybe some some uh, some fish oil, I think you're going to like it even better.
1: Okay, uh, cholesterol, or... Er, 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 er let me run over some some things here real quick now. Because I got that low cholesterol, are you saying that tends to, I would have a lower uh, testosterone?
0: I think the HDL, yes, will be lower testosterone. So, uh, can I ask for your age, Dave? Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. So the youthful number, as men have loose testosterone, they're also losing muscle mass, and we simply lose testosterone as we age but when they did a test on people 2500 people for 5 years that were all who were old men who were all between 69 and 81 years old they found out that this group of men was simply um dealing with age related diseases such as heart disease strokes cancer prostate cancer obesity diabetes arthritis and so and dementia and they were talking about okay what is the difference between these men and a younger group of men. And the big difference was the hormone balancing. There were less, there were more estrogens in older people, uh, older men, and there was less testosterone in older men. So when they started, when they started bringing all this information back to normal levels to raise the testosterone, lower the estradiol, the, the muscle tone came back, the heart health came back, the risk for prostate cancer went out the window, and uh, they had no more risk for strokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, are, are we done? We're pretty much done, yes.
1: Uh, I, I wanted to say one more thing, no time? Go for it. Well, uh, without doing the, the, the exact thing, fermenting, aren't there like greens and broccoli, doesn't that promote uh, good uh, uh, fermentation in your gut?
0: Yes, it will help you.
1: Okay, thank
0: you. Bye-bye. Thank all you very so much. All the best, uh, Dave. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. All right, folks. So we will going to be uh, right back. Stay tuned, please. There is a lot more to come where this came from. Better than having sex on Saturday mornings? Listening together to Gesundheit with Jacobus from 8 to 11.